0: with the Mind Fitness Method podcast and in this episode I want to talk about being a night owl and why that is causing you to be overweight and you know I'm just as guilty as anyone else about on this uh, you know about 20 percent of the population is a night owl at any given time uh, and for me being a night owl started when I was very young when my you know, my father was a night owl and he and I have a lot of great memories together. We I have a lot of great memories of him being up late at night, watching old war movies, watching Abbott Costello. Uh, he had a bunch of old what well, I think they're like 16 millimeter film reels, you know, and an old projector. And we would set that up and watch movies on that. And it was just great you know, great times with my dad down in the basement, you know, and in, in those days, a lot of houses had basements and our house was built on this sort of gentle slope. So one half of the basement was sort of underground and there was no windows on that side. So the other side was like, uh, you know, you had some sliding glass doors there that led outside to that down that gentle slope. And so it was like a real, you know, kind of a cave, like a real man cave. And um, I just had great times down there with him. But, you know, it becomes hard. And there is a cost to being a night owl, a big health cost. Uh, There's a number of studies now that shows that it increases your risk for being overweight, increases your risk for heart disease, increases your risk for diabetes, and uh not to mention it just kind of generally makes you miserable because when you're up late you're not moving around you're just sitting there you know you have to be quiet uh, because everybody else is asleep usually and you're just sitting there you're not burning any calories some people might even be tempted to you know drink alcohol or or whatever in those hours which screws up your sleep even further and and then you have to get up early, so you're sacrificing time. And the, and the thing about that is, it will induce, especially a chronic lack of sleep, will induce a insulin resistance in you. It's sort of a temporary insulin resistance, and like like a diabetic has, even if you're not diabetic. So your insulin levels go up, which causes you to. You know, put the sugar in your bloodstream into your cells as fat. You know, it really helps you to pack on fat, Uh, being chronically sleep-deprived like this over and over. So, you know, what is the solution to this? How do you get over being a night owl? And one thing to think about is for some people, this is sort of like an addiction, wanting to stay up late. It's almost like you have this feeling like you're missing something if you don't stay up late. That's, you know, you're missing out on your you time uh, and your enjoyment time. And so at least it was for me. So one way to to get past being a night owl, first of all, realize this is not something that you get over in just one night. It takes several nights of good behavior, maybe a week before this is really smoothed out and, and feels natural to you. And understanding that when you go to make the switch to becoming a morning person, then uh, this, when you realize this is going to be a, you know, a three to five day endeavor to get it to be good for you, that helps you to stay the course in doing it. But, so some basic tips uh, also. Have a good reason to get up in the morning. You know, you want to something you look forward to. And that's why I do my exercise at home and why I do it in the morning. Because it I can do it, you know, by myself in my space there at my house where I have set up to do exercise. I can listen to my music. I can bring my coffee, coffee cup in there and set it down, and I can listen to podcasts while I'm doing it, or I can read, uh, you know, in between sets if I'm doing a resistance workout. You know, I do all kinds of things while I'm exercising. I make it my me time then. So I'm kind of looking forward to that time. So make it something that you're looking forward to. Or give yourself a good reason to get up earlier. Second thing is uh, realize that in the beginning, you're just going to have to force yourself up, and you will be... T- Maybe a little extra tired those first few times, you know, especially that first time where you were up late the night before and then you had to get up early for your work. You spend your whole day working and then and then you go to bed early and then you got to get up early that next morning again. You know, that's that's the first the first one's the tough one. And then the other things that you know about, you know, avoid digital screens, you know, the blue light excites your brain and it makes it tougher to go to sleep. They've done a study looking at people who read on iPads versus people who read real books. And they found that it took them longer to go to sleep, they felt less sleepy at night, and they had shorter REM sleep compared to book readers. So REM sleep is the phase of sleep that actually makes you feel rested. And, you you know, you need more as much REM sleep as you can get so you're cutting that short by looking at computer screens don't work out it within two hours of bedtime uh every time i do that i've done it many many times and every time i pay for it it's just like drinking two cups of coffee for me especially if i do some cardio workout even within three hours of bedtime it's just almost impossible to go to sleep So again, try to force your exercise time into the uh, morning time. There's there's a book. uh, It was called Miracle Morning. It's a very simple, short book, and you can find it, I believe, on Amazon. And read that book. That will give you. It will teach you how to have the ultimate morning time for yourself. Miracle Morning, I believe, is the name of it. I wish I could. If I have the. author of this let me look that up real quick it's written by hal elrod that's it great book so you can really structure a morning that you are looking forward to getting up for you know i think these are the best tips that i can come up with i I would try to avoid using sleep aids if it's at all possible Some people take melatonin. That's probably okay since it's something natural that your the pineal gland of your brain manufactures that. Incidentally, blue light from computer screens suppresses melatonin output from your brain, which makes it even harder to go to sleep. Um, So, but you know, taking you know other things, honestly, it makes me feel hungover. And there's certain medicines. I think it's Zolpidem. Zolpidem is uh, a common sleep medicine, and that drug, I will tell you, I have heard more crazy stories of people just having incidents. <laughs> That's the best I can describe it. It's Ambien is the commercial name for it. Uh, people ending up in their neighbor's, you know, living room and. All kinds of weird stuff on that medicine. It just sometimes, there's some people that it just really uh, messes them up. But uh, really, the best way to get yourself sleepy at night is to get up early and make sure you get your workout in as early in the day as you possibly can. Uh, and those of you who like to work out after work, I, I just kind of feel like you're putting yourself at risk if it's any way. And I know not not everybody's schedule allows. So if you're going to work out in the after work, then do it immediately after work as soon as you can so that you can get your body settled down for sleep time. I hope you, uh, found this helpful. Um, Again, if you're liking this information that I'm putting out on this podcast, give us a nice rating and uh, go ahead and uh, look us up on the website. It's www.ericakinmd, that's Uh There you can learn about the Evolve program. That is my mental skills training program for healthy habits for controlled eating, and regular exercise, how you can maintain those habits lifelong, Uh, and uh, you can go to www.ericacinmd.com slash register and register for my free masterclass on this subject to learn a little bit more. So remember, it is your brain that maintains the change.